first, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And as you guys know, I'm a Tetson. I'm a born and raised Tetson. I actually spent the majority of my life here in Texas, except for my college years and my military years. I'm a lifelong Tetson. And when it comes to Texas politics, there is a reason why a Democrat has not won a statewide election in this state in over 30 years. There is a reason why this is a conservative state. This is a firmly red state. Now, of course, you know, in your big cities, of course, you have a Democrat leadership there. But the vast majority of Texans are conservatives. So that brings us to uh, Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke or Beto O'Rourke, who he really should be called. He is the Democrat challenger to one Greg Abbott and Greg Abbott, I do believe, will actually win uh, this election probably by more than 10 points. Because Beto O'Rourke, he is just so radical, man. This man is completely radical. Remember, he ran uh, for president of the United States on that. uh, He's going to take away your guns and that he would tear down the border. Now. Both of those things right there are firmly against Texans. Texans, one, love their guns. This is a very, very gun-friendly state. And Texans do want the border secured. All Beto O'Rourke has to do is look at what happened down there in the valley. The valley flipped from blue to red. Look also what happened in the uh, 34th Congressional District. It flipped from blue to red for the first time in over 100 years. This man is so out of touch with Texans, he has no shot. Now, a few months ago, he was actually wearing a shirt. Um, uh, it, it said something about uh, keep your hands off uh, trans kids or something like that. The vast majority of Texans aren't down with transitioning children. We're not. Texans don't want to do that. Beto O'Rourke, man, he would probably be a successful politician in California or some someplace like that. Because his politics align with them, not with Texans. So now that brings us to uh, 
Roe versus Wade going away. Now, here in Texas, abortion now is illegal. It's illegal. But Beto O'Rourke is so out of touch with the voters of Texas. Guess what he said he would actually do if he was elected governor? This is why this man is going to lose. Over here on the Texas Tribune, Beto O'Rourke vows to repeal Texas abortion ban if elected governor. What this man is just too radical, man. He is just too radical. He doesn't understand that this is a very, very pro-life state. It is. But he's talking about some just crazy stuff here, man. Transitioning children and now expanding abortion, really? The man just doesn't get it. This is what he said, quote, just imagine the shockwaves this will send if for the first time in 32 years, Texas elects a Democrat as governor, a governor who won on the right of every woman to make her own decision about her own body, her own future and her own health care. Uh, O'Rourke said, you know, the legislature uh, will not only take uh, notice, they will be forced to act in more of a common interest instead of this extreme friend set of policies they have been pursuing over the last decade. Now, here's the problem, guys. Let's say the slim chance he was actually win to win governor. This would not go through. The Texas legislature is run by Republicans. So he wouldn't even get past that. This is crazy. He said he also said he's hopeful the outrage among voters over the end of the constitutional protections for abortion will translate to a more balanced legislature come November and quote, change the dynamics in the Capitol. However, if you look at the polling, the number one thing that people are going to be looking at when they actually vote in the midterms, guess what? It's the economy, the economy. And people have not forgotten about the uh, $5 per gallon gas, the 42 year high in inflation, more people are worried about that. More people are worried about having to actually put gas in that car. But this man right here wants to expand the slaughter of children in the wound. He is out of touch with Texans. But the Democrats that voted for him in the primary thought that this was the guy. He's not the guy. And with, with stuff like this, man, to be a Democrat and have a shot. I'm just talking about having a shot, not even winning. You're definitely going to have to be a more right-leaning moderate to even have a shot. I believe you would have to be like a uh, Henry Quaylar. He is a Democrat here in Texas. Um, he's actually um, more of a conservative Democrat, and he actually has been trying to fight Biden on the border. He believes in law and order. He believes in securing the border. Not the Democrats wanted to run a person like him, they would have a better shot. But a guy like Beto, who is just so far left, that's completely out of touch with Texans. Completely out of touch with Texans. This guy, man, he fails everywhere. He ran for the Senate, state senator of, uh, senator of Texas, failed. And that was with a record amount of money coming from uh, Democrats. He actually had more money than uh, Ted Cruz, and he still lost. And he said, well, I think I'll run for president. Didn't even come close to winning in primaries. 
Now he thinks he's actually going to win the governorship of a red state. Now, Beto, of course, he won in the um, in his own district in El Paso for the House of Representatives. But that is completely different. When you're talking about trying to appeal to the vast majority of Texans, he can get away with this radical stuff in his own district. That's why an AOC will probably end up um, continuing to be voted into Congress. But I'm not even sure if like an AOC would actually win um, a state senatorship in New York because she's just too radical. And Beto, he's the same way. He's just way, 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 way too radical. And every time he opens up his mouth, it just proves, man, that this man has no shot. His policy, his policies just don't align uh, with Texans, especially, you know, when it comes to abortion. This is crazy. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let's so stick about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA first, all one word. USA first, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And I've said it before, guys, that our institutions of higher learning, these universities, are run by left-wing activists. In the summer of 2020, we saw a lot of statues being torn down. Some of them even included Frederick Douglass, a black man, and also Abraham Lincoln. Their statues were being torn down with the lights of Confederates. Now, folks, this is all because our education system has failed. It has failed. And the wokeness is out of control, folks. And uh, what we're going to be talking about here in this video is utterly ridiculous. Cornell University, an institution of higher air quotes learning has allowed a woke student to get the bus of Abraham Lincoln, who I believe is the greatest president in the United States history. They have bent the knee to one person and Abraham Lincoln is now canceled over here on the New York post Gettysburg address. Abraham Lincoln bus removed from Cornell library after complaint according to a professor. These institutions of high learning are failing. They are failing. History is not taught correctly whatsoever. Activism is taught at these universities. But uh, let's read some of this. A bust of President Abraham Lincoln and a plaque of the Gettysburg Address have been removed from a Cornell University library. Quote, someone complained. And it was gone. Cornell biology professor Randy Wayne told the college fits of the matter. Somebody complained about Abraham Lincoln. Think about how dumb that sounds. How can you actually complain about Abraham Lincoln? This man led us through the Civil War, which ultimately led to the end of slavery. 
This man is one of the greatest men in this country's history. And somebody complained about his bus and it got removed. Unbelievable. The bust of Lincoln and the bronze plaque of the former president's historic 1863 address had been in the uh, Crock Library, where the university's division of rare and manuscript collections is located since 2013. So almost 10 years. Wayne said that he noticed the display was missing a few weeks ago and asked librarians what happened. He was told the display was removed after some type of complaint, but did not provide further, de- further details, according to the college fits. The communications team for Cornell told Fox News Digital that the display was a, quote, temporary exhibit installed to celebrate the 150th anniversary of the Gettysburg Address in 2013. Quote, President Lincoln's bus was part of a temporary exhibit on the 150th anniversary of the Gettysburg Address. The bus was on display in the rare and manuscript collections from 2013 to 2021. Rebecca Valley, director of media relations at Cornell University, told Fox News Digital on Tuesday. And this is where the bus was actually at. This is the empty display case now of Abraham Lincoln. Quote, Cornell proudly possesses one of five known copies of the Gettysburg Address in Lincoln's hand. The original is safely sequestered with a digital facsimile on permanent display. Additionally, five electronic Lincoln exhibitions are available for 24-7 viewing online. Why don't you just burn it? Burn it. You guys have already bent the knee because somebody complained of the image of Abraham Lincoln. Just burn it all then. Volley did not respond to uh, Fox News Digital's request for comment on Wayne's claim that librarians had informed him the display was removed after a complaint. Fox News also reached out to the school's library inquiring about his claim, but did not receive a response. I'm not surprised. Photos of the display was once held show the area now sits barren. Before Volley issued comment about the display to the media, Wayne had emailed Cornell's president, Martha E. Pollock, on June 23rd, inquiring whether she was aware the display was removed and why, according to email correspondence reviewed by Fox News Digital. The email went unanswered until Tuesday when a staffer for Pollock's office responded that uh, President Pollock isn't typically made aware of changes with exhibitions in the library which I believe are decided upon by library staff. Wayne said he believes uh, no one quote has the whole story at this time about the removed display and emphasized the importance the Gettysburg address has for him and his students. Quote, when I take my students to RMC each semester, I have one of them read the original in Lincoln's hand. I'm in tears each time I hear the student read those words, Wayne told Fox News Digital. Quote, the Gettysburg Address is an incredible speech. He added uh, in comment to the college fits. Quote, we have a handwritten copy in Lincoln's hand. It is known as the Bancroft copy. 
It comes with an envelope signed by Lincoln using his frankly, um, his franking privilege and a letter to Bancroft thanking him for requesting a copy of the address to put in a book to be sold for charity. This is just unbelievable, guys. Unbelievable. Exhibit statues and names honoring historical American figures have come under increasing scrutiny, most notably during the protests and riots of the summer of 2020. Lincoln was among the figures targeted. Activists in Washington, D.C. argued a Lincoln statue, which was in part funded by form- formerly enslaved Americans, depicting him freeing a slave wearing a lion cloth and kneeling at his feet be removed because it was demeaning. A replica of the statue in Boston was successfully removed in 2020 due to the, de- the depiction of the freed slave. Yeah, because that particular statue, guys, the woke people were seeing the slave kneeling before Lincoln and changed when essentially what it really was. And this was actually sponsored by actually uh, funded by former slaves. It was actually Lincoln freeing a slave. But these woke activists hate this country. It is absolutely despicable that this this display was removed because of a complaint. How about teach history? Teach what Abraham Lincoln was really about. Because make no mistake about it, guys, this is my theory on it. They removed this because Abraham Lincoln was a white man. Nothing more to these woke losers out there that don't know history. They think he was no different than Jefferson Davis. Insane. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA first, all one word. USA first, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And it seems like some cities out there have not learned their lessons from the rioting in 2020. 2020 saw the rise of BLM, Black Lives Marches, come at an all-time high in the name of uh, St. George Floyd and, of course, the criminal known as Jacob Blake. And something that was pretty trendy, Black Lives Matter was actually calling to defund the police. You even had uh, leftist politicians out there echoing the same thing. You need to defund the police. It must happen. Corey Bush was out there, St. Louis, calling for the defunding of police because it needed to happen. What happened not even a year later in 2021? These cities that decided to go woke and defund their police departments, crime rose a lot. And they were actually forced to refund the police and rebuild their uh, police precincts because they defunded it. And it was open season for criminals. Well, guys, it's 2022 now. 
And in the People's Republic of California, this one city, West Hollywood, doesn't understand this. Check this out on Fox News. West Hollywood votes to reduce Los Angeles County sheriff funding amid crime wave. They are defunding the police. But this is the crazy part here. The move to reduce police funding comes amid a crime wave in Los Angeles County and public opposition, report said. So the public didn't even say to defund the police. But let's read this, guys. A trendy Los Angeles County community has voted to reduce law enforcement funding despite escalating crime. That was up 137% earlier in the year and public backlash. The budget for the next two fiscal years will leave West Hollywood with up to five fewer Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies on patrol. This is insane, guys. And crime is running amok in L.A. County, in the People's Republic of California. The budget was approved by a narrow 3-2 vote with Mayor Lauren Meister dissenting as well as Councilman John Erickson. Quote, most of the residents and businesses I have heard from are opposed to cutting the sheriff's budget, Meister told Fox News. In a statement, they are outraged that people and organizations from outside our city are dictating to council how to run our city. The narrative that they that we can have either sheriffs or social services or either sheriffs or unarmed unarmed security teams is false. So I guess they're being influenced by the city of Los Angeles. You got to love this, guys. You got to love this. Over the past few months, residents and business owners have voiced opposition to the cutting of the police budget amid a crime wave across the county. Mayor Pro Tim Simpy Shiny. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct. Um, amended the budgets to reallocate funds for, for sheriff's deputies to the block by block program, which staffs unarmed security ambassadors. <laughs> oh, my goodness who provide the city with supplemental law enforcement services. Are you serious? Unarmed people. Really? This is crazy. Man, if you're a criminal in West Hollywood, man, this is a very good day for you. Harrison said he worries about the trajectory of the plan that was approved and the timeline uh, with which it can be implemented. Quote, community safety is our number one concern. I can't tell. He told Fox News when I heard from the countless residents about how they want to feel safer, that involves comprehensive planning and something that is not just drawn out over a decision. Two deputies will be withdrawn in the fall and the program will be evaluated over six months. By then, the city's law enforcement presence could be reduced by three more. Quote, in my mind, this is an increase of safety services with 60 additional eyes on the street uh, working directly with the residents and the sheriff and code compliance and our social services providers and two fewer deputies this fall. Councilman John D'Amico told Fox News in a statement. This 
is insane. Fox News has reached out to the sheriff's department. Crime in West Hollywood has been an ongoing concern for many. In March, media reports said crime skyrocketed 137 percent. That included murder, rape, burglary, aggravated assault, arson and human trafficking. But, you know, West Hollywood doesn't care. You know, defund the police, you know, get more social services out there. This is insane, guys. This is insane. This is why there's been a mass exodus from the People's Republic of California. Folks, I'm glad that I live in Texas. And you California people that have been moving over here, remember why you left California. It is because of dumb things like this. And don't come over here and start voting the same way you did in California. Because obviously it's not working out. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let's know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA first. All one word. USA first. All one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. Well, this never did pass my smell test. I've been waiting for something, waiting for something to come out specifically from one of the two entities involved in this. And I am talking about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and President Trump. Okay, because a report came out from the mainstream media, from the fake media, from the corporate media over the weekend that said that DeSantis was taking shots and hoping that the January 6th situation would get Trump indicted. And I was like, you know, I don't think I buy that. I didn't make a video on that. And I waited and I waited. And here we are. DeSantis campaign has come out and has flat debunked this as you guessed it. Fake news. You, you, we got to understand something here. There is nothing the media and or Democrats would love more at this point than to have Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump cannibalize themselves. Okay? Eat each other alive and split the Republican Party. And I truly think that's a thing. Okay? I think that's something they would love to see happen. They would love for Trump supporters and DeSantis supporters to start feuding. Okay, and for there to be a break there. All right. I think they would love to see a break in the way that we've seen a break between Trump and somebody like Mitt Romney, who's a full blown rhino or Liz Cheney. Okay. The fact is, we're high on both men on this channel, plain and simple. Okay. I think either one of them, we know President Trump can do the job as president, and I believe Ron DeSantis can do a hell of a job as president. So I was waiting. I was waiting. And uh, Ron DeSantis' campaign and his group have come out and shot this shit down. This is Breitbart. DeSantis campaign debunks corporate media's fake news. Another embarrassing effort to distract from Democratic failures. Absolutely. But I, like I said, I think it goes deeper. 
I think it's related to 2024. It's related to 2022. They want this party to split. They want this party to start feuding with each other. I don't buy this for a second. DeSantis' campaign this week debunked fake news touted by the establishment media, describing the attempt as yet another, quote, embarrassing effort to distract from Democrat failures. The corporate media is continuing its consistent efforts to drive a false wedge between Trump and Governor Ron DeSantis. Both DeSantis and Trump have already thoroughly debunked establishment media rumors of infighting and tension. The latest attempt involves an anonymous source quoted by, you got it, Politico. Imagine that. The individual described as, quote, a Republican consultant familiar with DeSantis's thinking, told the outlet that DeSantis views the January 6 hearings, which less than 10% of Americans are following closely, quote, very closely, as a, quote, way to eventually get Trump indicted, according to the outlet. That's where his head is at. He thinks the goal here is to get Maine Justice to go after him, the anonymous source said. That's what Ron thinks this is all about. However, the, quote, source has no connection to the campaign, and the assertion is false. Quote, the hearings are a total circus meant to distract from Biden's failures. Quoting an unnamed source to detail the governor's thinking when he clearly stated this was a farce and is a predict predictable tactic from Politico and the corporate media, a spokesperson from DeSantis' re-election campaign said in a statement. This is another embarrassing effort to distract from Democratic failures. Indeed, DeSantis had dismissed the relevance of January 6th hearings. What, what I would say about this, why weren't they doing these hearings about more energy? Why aren't they doing these hearings about inflations? Inflation. Why are they consistently beating this dead horse? Yes, we understand. That was a year and a half ago. Let's focus on things that are concerning Americans today, helping us get through this period today. The governor said in a press conference earlier this month, later adding that the media in D.C. and New York, quote, live in a bubble. That's a fact. They've got no idea what's happening in the real world. They do not care about any of us out here in the other parts. They think this is like the most important thing. And then you look at the election results and you have the Republicans winning in South Texas on the border down there last night. He's talking about the uh, young lady that took the 150-year uh, Democratic position down in South Texas quote so to think it's you know it's one thing to kind of get some policies wrong but then it's another thing just to have your head in the sand about what's going on in the country and they're showing they don't care about what you're going through at the gas pump they don't care what you're going through at the grocery store or rent or all these other things that have skyrocketed since biden took office he added concluding quote they're trying to divert attention away from that and focus on other things that will help mobilize their voter base. They're about to get drove in the midterms. Earlier this year, DeSantis referred to January 6th as the mainstream media's Christmas, adding they are using it to try to smear anyone who ever supported Donald Trump. This is far from the first time the establishment media has attempted to drive a wedge between Trump and DeSantis, 
fueling rumors of infighting in regards to 2024. Particularly, however, Trump has called DeSantis a good guy who is doing a good job, and DeSantis has refused to validate the rumors. All these anonymously sorted, sourced and baseless stories were merely attempts by corporate media activists to distract from Biden's administration failures. DeSantis Press Secretary Christina Pushnall told Breitbart in January, notably, the rumors of this quarrel come one year in the Biden's presidency as voters see he has failed on a range of issues, including the coronavirus, and he's, he's still urging Americans to wear a mask, despite pledging just 100 days of masking. As a result of that and many more issues, his approval rating is completely underwater and has been so for quite some time. And he was talking about that back in January. DeSantis, meanwhile, continues to dismiss speculation about a presidential run in 2024, unlike Trump, who has teased a possible run several times since leaving office. Quote, what is the obsession with 24, DeSantis asked in a press conference. I think it's because the media knows that Democrats are going to get hammered in 2022. They don't want to talk about it. It's just funny. It's like, you know, I'm sure I'm in a sure sign he's plotting a political future. Governor DeSantis has taken his kids to get ice cream or something like that. I mean, it's just ridiculous, he added, adding that his administration is focused on advancing the ball for the state of Florida. And look, DeSantis has a lot of high-profile wins, especially down in Florida, okay? Uh, But that's exactly what the Democrats are trying to do. They're trying to split those two. They're trying to split the party. They're trying to get voters to start feuding with each other, okay? Because people are very passionate about Trump and DeSantis, okay? Plain and simple. And the fact is, the Democrats also know, look, there is no way for them to be victorious in 2024 against Trump or DeSantis. Outside of shenanigans, there's no way they're going to be successful in an election. They can't beat either one of those guys. I would contend if some other Republicans got even more public Rick Scott, Christy Nome, Marco Rubio, some of these guys got even more public. I would contend our bench is five deep that can actually beat the Democrats in 2024. I believe that. I think those all those people are relatable. I think they're likable, and I think they're goal-oriented and goal-driven. Okay, I think they want to get things taken care of, but it's clear They're scared to death of DeSantis. They've already started writing their hit pieces. And we know they're terrified of Donald Trump. That's just where we are. The only hope is to split the party. And I already thought about that. I hope it's something that doesn't happen. I hope we stay focused. Because either one of these guys is going to be successful in the White House. But make no damn mistake. We've got to have one of these guys in the damn White House. Plain and simple. So, or we're going to lose this country if we don't. Plain and simple. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network supporters and Democrats, those mainstream media, they are a sneaky bunch, I would say. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. 
Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. Black and white network fans, we are back with another video. And I think this is the first video I've done on the uh, third Donald Trump impeachment trial, also known as the uh, January 6th hearings, uh, because nobody's watching. Nobody cares about this sham impeachment. This is definitely a one sided uh, hearing that's going on right now. It is a bunch of uh, socialist Democrats and a couple of never Trumpers. It is one sided. Now, guys, this whole thing is a sham. It's a farce. Nobody's watching it. People are more concerned about the $5 gas and the rampant inflation going on in this country. But yet the Socialist Democrats and Rhino Republicans are talking about something that happened over a year and a half ago when this country is suffering. Liz Cheney is the worst. She has done a disservice to her constituents in Wyoming. Instead of actually, you know, pressuring uh, Biden and his socialists, to do something about the real problems in this country. She's actually helping socialist Democrats to just to throw Trump out forever out of politics. And if folks, it doesn't seem like it's going to work. Well, Cassidy Hutchinson, who was actually an aide to uh, Trump's chief of staff, testified before the January 6th committee that Donald Trump became enraged and lunged at his uh, Secret Service driver and demanded the will to take him to the Capitol. She testified to that. Now, folks, she wasn't even in the limo at the time. And this whole thing, man, should just tell you guys that this whole what I call impeachment trial again is full of lies and inconsistencies. Well, guys, it looks like the Secret Service is going to be backing Donald Trump. Check this out on Newsmats. Secret Service denies Trump attacked them, grab steering wheel. This is a bad look for Liz Cheney and her never Trumpers and socialist Democrat friends. 
Let's read this. The U.S. Secret Service says it'll cooperate with the House Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol after a former White House aide on Tuesday claimed she'd heard that Donald Trump lunged at a driver inside a presidential car and demanded that he be taken to the Capitol. According to reports, agents are prepared to go before Congress to flatly contradict the aide's story of an enraged Trump determined to get to the Capitol as a security breach was taking place there. NBC News Chief White House correspondent Peter Alexander tweeted on Tuesday night that two Secret Service staffers are set to testify that Trump neither lunged at the wheel of the presidential vehicle, uh, nicknamed the Beast, nor in any way assaulted them in a bid to get get them to take them to the Capitol. Now, when I heard this story the other day, I was like, how in the world could he actually lunge at the driver? I don't think that Donald Trump is actually sitting in the front seat of this limo. I highly doubt that. So he wouldn't even have access to the driver. I thought this was just wildly ridiculous here. But um, it goes on. It says this as NBC, NBC's Alexander tweeted, quote, a source close to the Secret Service tells me both Bobby Engel, the lead agent and the presidential limousine SUV driver are prepared to testify under oath that neither man was assaulted and that Mr. Trump never lunged for the steering wheel, close quote. So the actual driver of the car is going to testify that Donald Trump never tried to assault him. He never went for the wheel. This is bad, man. This is completely bad for Liz Cheney, crying Adam Kissinger, and the Socialist Democrats. Their willingness to deny the claims under oath cast further doubts on the testimony offered by Cassidy Hutchinson, a top aide to Trump chief of staff, Mark Meadows. That testimony was already being called into question by Trump on his social media platform, Truth Social. In her testimony, Hutchinson alleged that Tony Ornato, then White House Deputy Chief of Staff, conveyed to her that Engel repeatedly told Mr. Trump on on their way back to the White House following a January 6th election integrity rally nearby that it was not safe to go to the Capitol. The former president, according to her versions of events, allegedly told him, quote, I'm the effing president and take me to the Capitol now while reaching for the steering wheel. Engel then allegedly grabbed his arm and Trump used his other hand to reach for his neck. But some somewhere along the way, man, something is telling me that um, there's probably some kind of conspiracy here with Democrats to make up this whole thing. I mean, this is just ridiculous here. The comments were part of a broader testimony in which she suggested that uh, Meadows and others at the White House were involved in preparations for the January 6th Capitol attack and aware of the potential for mayhem. The Capitol attack unfolded as hundreds of protesters sought to keep Congress from uh, certifying Joe Biden's uh, win in the 2020 election, a win Trump has repeatedly linked to uh, massive voter fraud. But there you have it, guys. Man, this is crazy. This is utterly crazy here, guys. This sham impeachment, man, and I've never seen this. This almost kind of reminds me of those uh, those uh, show trials in Nazi Germany 
where um, actually some of the people that tried to kill Hitler, they were put in these show trials. They had no defense. Uh, they were stripped of all their medals and things like that. And you had this uh, crazy whack judge out there just berating them. This is essentially what this is. This is absolutely crazy. There's no credibility whatsoever to this January 6th committee. This is nothing more to, than to distract you, the American people, from the real problems in this country. They want you to focus on January 6th and not high inflation, high gas prices. Man, Liz Cheney is going to get demolished in August. I can't wait, wait for it because, guys, we actually may go live on that. Or definitely we'll be making a video for sure. Because in August, it will be a bloodbath for Liz Cheney. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let's know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA first. All one word. USA first. All one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And when Joseph R. Biden started occupying the Oval Office in January of 2021, there was a surge at the border. Why? It is because Beijing Biden called for a surge to the border. And Joe Biden has been making excuse after excuse for every failure that has happened during his occupation of the Oval Office. He has taken no responsibility whatsoever, whether it be gas prices, inflation. And of course, you know, when it comes to the rapid, worst illegal immigration crisis of my lifetime, he is still taking no responsibility whatsoever. However, folks, when it got so out of control and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris knows that it's out of control, he appointed Kamala Harris to be the border czar. She was actually supposed to be in charge of getting the border under control. Now, of course, as you guys know, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas is also supposed to be doing that. But Kamala Harris and uh, Alejandro Mayorkas are doing absolutely nothing. Both of them should actually be impeached along with Beijing Biden. Now, the other day and actually yesterday, I did a video on um the 48 illegals that were found dead in a uh, trailer near San Antonio, Texas. Very, very tragic. And Governor Greg Abbott here in the great state of Texas came out and said this is on Joe Biden. And it is because Joe Biden has an open border policy. Kamala Harris never actually visited where the problem is. She actually went over to uh, Beta O'Rourke's um, town of El Paso. That is not where the crisis is. Kamala Harris has completely avoided the border. She has done nothing. But however, guys, Kamala Harris now has broken her silence on the now 53 dead people in San Antonio. Check this out on Fox News. Kamala Harris breaks silence on 53 Texas migrant deaths, says Abbott went straight to politics. Kamala Harris argue, argues the White House is taking 
human smuggling across the southern border? Seriously, I can't tell. But uh, let's read some of this. Kamala Harris on Tuesday shot at Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott's response to the news that at least 53 migrants have died after being left in an abandoned semi-truck in San Antonio, Texas this weekend. Quote, how the governor of that state responded really highlights part of the problem because his response when there are 50 dead bodies in his state is to go straight to politics. Harris said in an interview with NPR, instead of dealing with the realities of the issue, well, he brought up the realities of the issue. It is the open border policies of Beijing Biden. You're his number two. Beijing Biden appointed you to be the borders art to get this thing under control. And what have you done? You have never went to the border. Never. It goes on here. Officials are still investigating what appears to be one of the deadliest human smuggling cases in modern U.S. history. Republicans were quick to blame the horrific incident on the Biden administration's immigration policies because you know why? They don't have any. It is a free for all. If you just show up to the border, you're getting in. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you come into this country legally, all Beijing Biden is doing is processing you and letting you out into this country. That is it. That is actually completely against U.S. law. So, yeah, this is on Joe Biden. And Kamala Harris, you are an absolute failure. Uh, quote, these depths are on Biden, tweeted Abbott Monday night. They are a result of his deadly open border policies. They show the deadly consequences of his refusal to enforce the law. Yeah. And this is why Joe Biden should be impeached. I said it before, guys, if um, the Republicans take over the House, they need to impeach Joe Biden. He is endangering not only the lives of Texans, but also illegal aliens that are making that dangerous trip across the border. He is not enforcing the rule of law. He's not. Beijing Biden shot back at the governor and accused him of political grandstanding after several Republicans slammed the administration's border policies. Republicans blame the surge of migrants at the southern border this year and Monday's deadly incident on what they argue are open border policies after the White House reversed Trump era immigration regulations. Yes, Trump was actually enforcing the law at the border. And what did the dishonest media and leftists say? Oh, Trump was being racist against these people. No, he was enforcing the law. Folks, you, do you know what actually would happen to uh, me if I actually went down into Mexico illegally? I would be prosecuted over there. I would probably be deported. But over here, it's like, hey, we know that you're here illegally, but you know what? Um, You may have um committed a bunch of crimes, but guess what? We're just going to let you um into the country. Just show up to this court date. No problem. And we know that 90 percent of these people do not show up. This is insane, guys, completely insane. Harris argued the administration is taking seriously the issue of human smuggling, which has increased in recent years as smugglers look to turn a profit on one of the most contested issues in the U.S. And something is telling me, folks, that um, politicians are probably getting paid under the table by 
the cartels in Mexico. I just have a feeling about that because if not, U.S. immigration policy would be in force. Quote, there have been over 2000 arrests just in the last three months. I think there are at least eight indictments that have happened. She said we need to deal with that right in terms of the consequences of criminal behavior that results in death. Well, shut down illegal immigration. That is all you have to do. But Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. This is what they want. They want this treachery to happen here in the United States of America. Why? Because they hate you. They hate you. They are enabling illegal immigration into this country. And it's not just, you know, uh, people crossing the border legally. It's human trafficking, drug trafficking, arms trafficking. You know, Democrats want to take away your guns, but illegal weapons are coming into this country from the southern border. But Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, they're doing absolutely nothing about this. Kamala Harris is a failure. Boy, I can't wait to 2024 because I don't think the Democrats want to run Joe Biden. But also Kamala Harris being his number two, her approval rating is worse than his. And I don't think they want her to run either. They may actually have to dig up Hillary Clinton again. My goodness. And we know that she can't win. She is hated. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let's know stick about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store link in the description. Use promo code USA first, all one word USA first, all one word 25% off now. I'm back. Rudrance for the Black and White Network. Well, we have been talking about this. The exodus from the Democratic Party. The people that are in the middle. Independents that sometimes vote left or right. Maybe registered as a Democrat. Or just flat Democrats that's had enough. We've seen a lot of that involving parents. Because of COVID. Before, because of CRT. Because of this gender alphabet ideology that's getting pushed in pushed into public schools the fact is nothing will tick a parent off more than trying to push something onto their children that they don't want pushed okay now and the best example i can give of this is a lot of the crt uh kind of things uh fox news have, has been having this a uh, couple of different ladies on and uh, both of them are self-admitted former feminists, okay? Or they are. They considered themselves feminists, and they were Democrats. They said they will forever vote Republican from now on. Why? Because the wokes went after their children pushing critical race theory on their children. They were like, no, we're not going to have that. And, of course, there's the COVID issue. Believe it or not, there are still Democratic counties out there that have their kids masked up. I just can't believe that. This is OutKick. Republican Party making huge gains in voter registration. In a totally unsurprising turn of events, Republicans are overwhelmingly dominating voter registration switches across the country. 
According to a recent report by the AP, more than one million voters in the U.S. have switched their affiliation to the Republican Party over the last year. The great registration shift is the most significant in suburban areas in swing states, very important, which have become a stronghold of the Democratic Party politics in recent years. Um, While I'm thinking about it, don't sleep on the fact that a lot of Hispanics have decided to jump over and switch parties because, by and large, Hispanics are, are, are... tend to be more conservative, but a lot of them have voted Democrat all these years. We just flipped a county here in Texas that has been 150 years of Democratic voting, and it is now Republican. The AP analysis found that suburban Denver, Denver surprises me, Atlanta, and this is two big ones right here, uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Now, I'm going to tell you, both of those areas have a lot of industry, and they're very blue-collar. But a lot of those people have notoriously voted Democrat over the years. I think we're getting those voters now. All saw dramatic increases in former Democrats turning to the GOP. There's the graphic right there. I'm shocked anybody would be switching over to Democrat. What the hell? This trend started in early 2021 while the writers of the AP pretend to be confused about the reasons for this remarkable turnaround. It's abundantly clear what the motivations are for switching parties. Democratic governors and local politicians have imposed devastating, ineffective, and seemingly endless COVID-related policies on people's lives. I cannot imagine that there are still places out there that are even thinking about COVID anymore. I mean, I, look, my, I, I've got some kin that just had COVID. I mean, we know COVID's still a thing, but we live our life here in Texas, and we have for, man, quite some time. For example, many schools remained closed for much of the early part of 2021, and children were forced to wear masks when they did reopen. Some districts are still requiring masks. Well, after the efficacy has been disproven and many in the general public are no longer concerned about the possible threats from the virus. Democrats are also embracing increasingly progressive social policies like allowing transgender athletes to compete against women, promoting drag queen story hour events and declaring public support for abolishing the Supreme Court, defunding the police. Yeah, everyday Americans don't want that. I can tell you right now. You can forget it. The economic situation throughout the country also rapidly deteriorated with rampant inflation, putting pressure on working and middle-class families in suburban areas across the country. Yeah, anytime you've got people that have to drive into work, these gas prices are killing us. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm only eight miles out of town, but I have to drive a round trip of 16 miles to do anything. To do anything, I have to drive 16 miles round trip. The border crisis has also accelerated with record high crossings nearly every month since Biden took office. And throughout these crises, Democratic politicians and their allies in the media have followed the same playbook. Pretend there is no crisis, acknowledge it, but downplay voter concerns over the issue and finally blame others for the mess they created or exacerbated. Well... You know, they're still trying to blame Putin, too, and nobody's buying that. Nobody's buying the Russian and Ukraine war anymore. I mean, that's just not a thing. 
inflation is, and by the way, inflation's like eight and a half percent or something like that. It was like in the sevens before the war started, by the way. I mean, it was already ridiculously high. Inflation is perhaps the best example. Biden in 2021 claimed that there's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. No serious economists. Now, out of desperation, the administration attributes the issue to Putin's price hike, despite the vast majority of inflationary pressure occurring well before the invasion of the Ukraine. Despite their efforts and media's gaslighting campaign, the public is clearly seen through the messaging, while former Republicans, quote, like CNN CE Cup, claim to be concerned about the future of the party with nonsense like, I don't know this party, I don't know these Republicans, this isn't what drew me to the party. Actual Americans are showing that the new right is increasingly desirable. With midterm elections rapidly approaching, the swing in voter registration is sure to have a monumental impact on close local races this fall. Voters are overwhelmingly rejecting the message and policies of the Democratic Party. They have nobody to blame but themselves. I I keep telling people, you know, a lot of independent voters are registered one way or another, right? But they're mostly centrist or moderates. And I think the Democrats are going to lose a ton of independents. And that's going to swing presidential elections, okay? Never mind what's going to happen at a local level. It's going to swing presidential elections. We were just talking about that. The last video I did, Joe Rogan said he thought Ron DeSantis was going to be a good president. And Joe Rogan's a classic liberal. The classic liberal is asked out now. Okay. Well, there's a lot of those people. And in places like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, you got the steel industry, blue collar. And a lot of the, those folks voted notoriously and exclusively Democrat for a long, long time. And they're looking around. They're like, I'm worried about my everyday life, the the blue-collar issues, gas, inflation, prices to buy meat. I mean, just the things in your house. And the Democratic Party, the only thing they want to bring into your house is transgenders and drag queens. That's not flying. That's not flying with common-sense Americans. They have completely lost common sense Americans. Bill Maher did a really good analogy of this the other day. Okay. It seems the Democratic Party has made, quote unquote, and this is just to use an example. The Democrats were a lawyer for the blue collar people. Well, now they're lawyers for everybody else. And they're like, oh, you got transgender. You're representing the transgender. That's great. You're representing the social justice. That's great. You're doing all of this stuff, but you're not representing me anymore. And that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. So, they're losing a ton. I mean, uh, over a million have switched. Wow. Wow. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network fans. This is, this is an indictment. An indictment of Democratic parties. We are seeing it right now. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now.
Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. We're going to be talking about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden here in this video. Boy, the laptop from hell is still in the news and we got some new information here today, folks. And uh, Hunter Biden is 52 years old. And it seems like his daddy has been supporting him and, and enabling him for a very, very long time. And I got to I got to say this first. Joe Biden doesn't seem to know about this information that we're actually going to be talking about. Now, the Washington Examiner actually brought this story and we're going to be looking at it here on the New York Post. Here we go, guys. You've been warned about this. Hunter Biden is a hot mess. Don't worry. There's no nudity photos like in a previous video I made where I had to like cover everything up. But still, Hunter Biden has serious, serious issues. Serious issues, folks. Check this out. Joe Biden inadvertently helped Hunter pay Russia link escorts. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. It says here Joe Biden inadvertently financed his son Hunter's alliances with a Russia linked escort ring. According to a report Monday, Beijing Biden wired his 52 year old son $100,000 to help him pay bills from December 2018 to January 2019. The Washington Examiner reported citing records from a laptop that laptop Hunter Biden left behind at a computer repair shop in Delaware. Hunter Biden, meanwhile, had spent more than $30,000, $30,000 on sets workers between November 2018 and March 2019 record show, including many linked to Russia based email addresses and connected to an exclusive modeling agency called Uber GFE. The outlet reported. Now, that is some uh, pictures right there. I guess that's the. Um, some of the women, the models there, I guess you can say, man, what a disaster. This guy right here. So in uh, if he's 52 now in 2018, he would have been 48 years old. His father right here financing his lifestyle. And we know that uh, uh, Hunter Biden is completely incompetent. This man has a serious, serious drug problem. And Joe Biden gave this man a hundred thousand dollars over the course of a year. Insane. I know you're supposed to love your son, but you shouldn't be enabling him. And I'm not saying that Joe Biden actually knew he was spending money on escorts, but Joe Biden knew that this man had a serious drug problem. It says here, Joe Biden wired Hunter $5,000 while his son was actively engaged with one escort and was also convinced to send another $20,000 to pay uh, for a stay at a New York drug rehabilitation program that never came to fruition, according to a report. In a series of reports in October 2020, the first the uh, the post first detailed the business, the business dealings of uh, Beijing Biden's younger son in Ukraine and China based on documents and data found in a laptop. Now, I'm wondering, folks, if that has a little bit of something to do with why we're sending 40 billion dollars to Ukraine. But I digress. 
Hunter Biden is now under federal investigation for possible tax fraud stemming from his overseas business dealings. And House Republicans want his longtime partner, uh, Eric Sherwin, to turn over documents they believe linked the um, occupied the over office to those relationships. So we have to see about that, man. Look, this dude is a mess, a complete mess. There's no indication in the cell phone backup messages contained on the laptop. The post first re- revealed and unearthed now by the examiner that Joe Biden knew some of the money he sent to his son was going to, to be spent on sets workers. In one February 2019 message to a woman named Eva, Hunter Biden told the point of contact at Uber GFE that his accounts were temporarily frozen since trying to pay uh, her workers with Russian email accounts was, quote, too much of a red flag for his bank. (laughs) Eva referred to Hunter using his first name, Robert, in the text message photo show. She also asked him to send funds by wire. He like he did, did it before the message shows, quote, send me Julia and I will give her cash. Hunter replied a screenshot shows. OK, Eva responded. In another instance, Joe Biden wired Hunter five thousand dollars less than three hours before he filmed. He filmed a dispute with an escort regarding a ten thousand dollar. I think they meant actually he filed a dispute with an escort regarding a $10,000 payment at a cottage in Boston. The Washington examiner reported. Eva told Hunter Biden in January, 2019 that the total charge for 16 hours with an escort would be $9,500 while directing him to wire uh, the funds to a bank bank account linked to a woman with a Russian email address. Less than 90 minutes later, Hunter Biden got an email informing him that Joseph R. Biden Jr., his father, had sent him $5,000 through Cash App. Joe Biden's assistant at the time, uh, Richard Ruffner, also texted Hunter to say the amount was the most allowed since the weekly limit is $7,500, according to the report. Joe Biden later texted Hunter to check if the funds went through, but he didn't get a response that evening text messages show Hunter Biden appeared to dispute the payment amount in text messages to Eva and sent her video of himself having a conversation with the escort asking if he ever heard her according to a report quote have I ever 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 been anything but but respectful Hunter Biden asked Hunter Biden at the time claimed he was so broke he couldn't afford to Rent a pair of uh, skis in a text message to his sister-in-law turned lover, Haley Biden. Oh God, yeah, we that was his brother Bo's wife, and they had a relationship. In all, Hunter Biden doled out more than thirty thousand dollars to Russian escorts linked to Eva and Uber GFE between November twenty eighteen and March twenty nineteen. Record show. My goodness, man, Joe. Man, this man is a mess. This man is a mess. And guess what? Your dishonest media covered all of this up during the 2020 election. They covered it up. They they covered it up for Joe Biden because they hated the orange man so much. 
and Joe Biden just enabling his worthless son. Sending him money. And this dude is supposed to be, you know, needing help to pay his bills. He's so broke, but he's spending $30,000 on escorts. This is just completely insane, man. That This family is so corrupt, man. Completely corrupt. Why is he actually on the board of a Ukrainian company and has business dealings with China? Who in their right mind would give this man a job? I don't know. I really don't know. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let's so stick about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and we're going to be talking about voting, voting in New York City in the People's Republic of New York. Now, last year, there was something very, very strange that was going on with the New York City Council. They actually invoked a law that allowed non-citizens to vote in elections, even including for mayor. Folks, this is completely against the New York uh, state constitution. I'm not even a New Yorker. I'm not even a lawyer. But even I know that that is illegal, completely illegal. But, you know, Democrats are going to do what they want to do. They're always talking about, you know, election integrity. When they just passed the law in New York City, that was a complete violation of the New York state constitution. This was so egregious, folks, that even the former uh, communist mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, didn't even sign it. Neither has Eric Adams. Well, the New York Supreme Court has laid down the hammer. Check this out on Fox News. New York Supreme Court strikes down law allowing non-citizens to vote. Former Mayor Bill de Blasio had admitted the law posed big legal questions. Well, the council, the city council of New York, I believe that they knew that they were actually violating the law. They had to know it. This was completely illegal. And folks, you know, this is probably just a test run for a bigger plan from Democrats here. But let's go ahead and read this. The New York Supreme Court ruled Monday that a New York City law that allowed non-citizens to vote in municipal elections is illegal. The law passed in December 2021 by the New York City Council created a class of voters called municipal voters comprised of non-citizens who reside in the city for at least 30 days before an election and pre-register or register uh, to vote. Under the law, the municipal voters were granted the right to participate in elections for mayor, public advocate, comptroller, borough president, and city uh, council member. This is insane. The people of New York City should, be, should have been outraged by this. Outrage. You do not allow non-citizens to vote on anything in this country. Why? It's because they're non-citizens. And 
this isn't exactly, you know, illegal aliens. These are people that actually have a legal um, reason to actually be here. They're here legally. But they were actually trying to make these people vote for mayor. Think about how insane that is. Quote, the New York State Constitution explicitly lays the foundation for ascertaining that only proper citizens retain the right to vote to voter privileges. Richmond uh, County Supreme Court Justice Ralph Porzio said in the court's ruling. It is this court's belief that by not expressly including non-citizens in the uh, New York State Constitution, it was the intent of the framers for non-citizens to be omitted. This is clear. Now, folks, I think under um, this particular law here, let's say somebody was from uh, China here. Chinese national came in 30 days prior and they moved to New York City. They could vote. But me as a Texas resident, as a citizen of the United States of America, I couldn't even vote in that. That's how crazy this is. The bill first became law automatically after former mayor Bill de Blasio and current mayor Eric Adams both declined to either sign or veto it. Now, both of these guys should have vetoed this thing. They knew this. This was illegal. De Blasio had openly expressed concerns about it, recognizing that there were, quote, big legal issues surrounding it. He had also stated that he was worried the non-citizen uh, residents of the city estimated to be somewhere between 800,000 and 1 million people would have less incentive to become citizens. Think about this, folks. 1 million non-citizens here. Folks, you realize that's uh, bigger than the city of Austin, Texas. Can you imagine a full city of non-citizens in Austin voting? This is essentially what this is. Now, New York City, I believe they have what, like, um, the city itself, not the metro area. I believe they have something like uh, 10 million people in that city. So, theoretically, they were going to allow, like, 10% of the population to vote in these elections to be non-citizens. This is insane. The Republican National Committee and New York um, Republican State Committee joined a group of office holders and individual voters who sued city officials over the law, arguing that it violates the New York State Constitution, state election law and the municipal home rule law. They also claimed that their voters uh, would be diluted by allowing non-citizens to vote. I completely agree. Upon examining Articles 2. And nine of the state constitution, Judge Porzio added that, quote, it is clear to this court that voting is a right granted to citizens of the United States. And thus the law, the city law granting the right to non-citizens violates the constitution. So he just said it violates the whole country's constitution. You don't have to be a genius to figure this out. You don't have to be a lawyer to figure this out. Porzio also cited New York election law, uh, section 5-102, which states no person shall be qualified to register for and vote at any election unless he is a citizen of the United States. He also found the city law to be in violation of the municipal home rule law, which states that local governments can adopt their own laws so far as they are not inconsistent with the state constitution or other laws relating to his property, affairs of government. 
there is no statutory availability ability for the city of New York to issue inconsistent laws permitting non-citizens to vote and exceed the authority granted to it by the New York State Constitution, Porzio concluded, granted a dec- declaratory judgment stating that the city law is void, as well as an injunction prohibiting city officials from registering non-citizens to vote. This is absolutely crazy that this was even put in the law. You people in New York, man, better wake up. You people that vote for your city council, you guys better wake up. Because I do believe, folks, I'm not going to get too into too much detail here on YouTube. I believe this is really probably a test run for something else. Use your imagination on that, but I probably can't say it here on YouTube. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, this is utterly insane. Insane. I'm not a lawyer, and I read that pretty clear. In order to vote, you have to be a citizen of these United States of America and the New York city Democrats just said, Oh no, the hell with it. We're going to do our own thing and violate our own constitution. Wow. Anyway, guys, let's know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to black and white network and we'll catch you next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA first, all one word. USA first, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video and we're going to be doing a reaction video. I like doing these uh, videos. I need to do more of these, actually. Uh, Ben Shapiro, uh, a few hours ago or so, put up a video where he actually ranked people that lean left on the political spectrum. Now, I don't know if he necessarily ranked them by likability or something like that, even though I do believe that actually played a role in it. He was definitely looking at their um, political beliefs, but I do believe a little bit of his, um, his personal relationship with some of these people actually played a part in that. Um, for the most part, I did agree with, um, his ranking. I did have a major problem with one person where he ranked. Um, and he actually used the, an alphabet scale, a being the best of the left and D being the worst. I think he should have had an F category. Uh, by the way, uh, but he didn't. So D is the lowest that you can get. Now, he didn't agree with any of these people politically at all. But let's go ahead and react to his video here. All right, let's play it and roll it. Alrighty, folks. So today we are going to rank figures on the left. You know, everybody from entertainment to politics to sports. We're going to rank them best person to worst person. This video is brought to you by ExpressVPN. So I'm looking through here. I have to find somebody. And by the way, it's not in any alphabetical order. Who's an A. Like everybody here's a D. I mean, there's so many D's here. <laughs> so, okay, I'll give Bill Maher an A. Bill Maher is a super nice guy. Uh, I really like Bill on a personal level. Also, he's honest enough to acknowledge when the left is just being crazy. So you have. He's right about that. Um, I agree with um, Bill Maher being the best of this group right here. And there's some other people that I think he probably should have ranked. And we'll talk about that at the end. But 
I agree with an A for Bill Maher. Become the party of no common sense. Good answer. Good answer. Again, there's nobody on this list who I agree with ideologically, so we are relegated to people I disagree with. So Bill gets an A. I'm trying to see if there's anyone else here who I would give an A. Um, <laughs> nope. Okay, so there are no other A's. So Bill is the only A on this list. Uh, so Anna Kasparian, I'm going to give a B because I know Anna. She's Young a nice Turks. person. Uh, she and I did a debate recently. It was very cordial. She spends a lot of time on Young Turks kind of ripping me personally. Ben Shapiro always provides cover for the bad guys. Uh, I, I'm not aware that I've spent any time on any of my shows really talking about anything that Anna has, has ever said, but uh, she gets a B in this, in this. See, now, Bill Maher, he likes because he has a personal relationship and um, they've actually uh, done... Uh, shows together, same with Anna Kasparian of the Young Turks. So they are an A and a B with Anna Kasparian being a B. And I believe that was the only people that he actually really did like. Sort of spectrum of, of humanity. So Joe Biden is going to go, mm, again, there are levels here. I, I'm going to put Joe Biden at like a D in terms of. Dude, you wouldn't even have to think about that. If this is the lowest tier you got is a D. You don't have to think about that. Beijing Biden is clearly a D. How destructive he is. He's just so wildly destructive. Now, Joe Biden could have been a B. Right? Joe Biden could have been a moderate. He could have come into office and just been a dead person who didn't do much. And instead, he decided that he wanted to aspire to be FDR. And he has destroyed the economy, undermined our foreign policy, destroyed any possibility of social comedy in the United States, killed unity. Joe Biden is an awful president, the worst president certainly of my lifetime. It is not close. Maybe yep. the worst president ever, given the fact that he was handed all of these great gifts when he entered office and then proceeded to destroy all of them. So A.D. I feel like he should be joined there just appropriately enough by Barack Obama, who Amen. set the table for all that. of this. Thank you for reminding me. And the fact that he's much more charming as a human than Joe Biden does not alleviate the fact that he really wrecked American politics in tremendous ways. I truly believe that the 2012 election was the most important election of my lifetime. Not 2016, not 2020, 2012. And the reason. That's a good point. But look who the Republicans put up there, a man that no Republican likes today. And that would be Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney. That's who Barack Obama was going up against. Just think about how insane that is. People hate Mitt Romney in the Republican Party. They hate him. It was you had a president elected in 2008 with a wide variety of public support to pursue a unifying agenda. He proceeded to tack hard left and then to cobble together the intersectional coalition that divides Americans on the basis of race, sex, sexual identity. And we are still recovering from that. I'm not sure we're ever going to recover from that because again, his whole pitch was as the first black president, I can unify the country. And then he proceeded to completely disunify the country for his own political benefit. So Barack Obama gets a D. You stink! And so some of the celebrities, I feel like, you know, get a C mainly because, you know, the politics suck, but they're also celebrities. So I'm going to give LeBron James a C. So LeBron, I got a bit problem with that. LeBron James, LaChana James, as we call him on black and white sports, is clearly a D. And you'll see why also, considering who he actually put to the D as well. LeBron James is a clear D, Ben, ben Shapiro. I completely disagree with you here. LeBron seems like he does some good things. Right? He founded a school over in Cleveland. That's nice. Also, LeBron James is awful on politics. The fact that people see him as an authority is beyond ridiculous. We live in a dumb culture in which everybody who is good at one thing is now considered good at all the things. Uh, but he also says some pretty terrible things from time to time. So C for LeBron James. Oh, come on. I think I'm probably going to give Beto O'Rourke a C. Not because he's any wow. better politically than Barack Obama or Joe Biden, but just because he's less damaging. 
Well, okay. He is not as powerful as a Barack Obama or Beijing Biden, but clearly, if you listen to Beta O'Rourke, he is a far left socialist, clearly a D, clearly. Because he's wildly incompetent and also humorous. You know, you got Beto out there and he's like campaigning in Texas, brah. And he's like, take all the guns, brah, take them all. <laughs> For similar reasons, I feel like I have to give Jen Psaki a C. Like she doesn't end up quite on Joe Biden's level because after all, she's a press secretary. It's her job to fib on behalf of the president of the United States. First of all, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home, home. And so I'm going to give Jen Psaki a C. She was at least competent at her job. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez gets a D. She's an extraordinarily damaging public figure. She kowtows to anti-Semites. She is a radical leftist on every available issue. She's treated by the media with kid gloves because she is a Latinx female. And she's treated as sort of the future of the Democratic Party. I think in her time, she will end up being just as damaging as a Barack Obama or a Joe Biden. Thank you for reminding me. Bernie Sanders gets a D. Oh, yeah. Bernie Bullshit is Bernie, an extraordinarily yeah. damaging figure. He is an idiot on everything from economics to foreign policy. Uh, I must confess that I was dumb. He's treated as though he is a non-damaging figure because he has spent his entire life being a buffoon. But the Democratic Party has moved so far left that buffoonery is now mainstream. I go by they, them pronouns. He gets a D alongside his best friend, <laughs> Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. Chris Cuomo. We're going to give Chris, not Andrew, a C. The reason we're going to give Chris a C is because I like that he's suing CNN, frankly. So he was coordinating with his brother. He was doing the Smothers Brothers routine on CNN. I've always been a soft guy. I am the love gov. He was thrown under the bus by the CNN wow. brass. And let's be clear, they greenlit everything that he was doing. So Chris Cuomo suing CNN earns him a C. Okay, a C for uh, Fredo. Um, yeah, he's suing CNN. But if he wasn't, I do believe Ben Shapiro would put him in the D category because he's a D to me. He really is. Rather than a D. His brother, Andrew, I I'm going to have to give him a D mainly because he killed every old person in New York. When you He killed 18,000 people. That's enough right there to be a D. Kill all the old people in New York and then declare yourself a hero of the Republic and you make posters in, in homage to yourself. I feel like you get a D. Let's do Jimmy Fallon. So Jimmy Fallon, just by contrast, I'm going to give him a B because he is less ridiculous than like Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert. Now I'm definitely depressed. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is the least offensive of the least of late night comedians. He will have some. Now these talk show people, I don't follow these people. I don't like late night talk shows at all. Um, so he has Fallon as a B, but he has some other ones he's going to talk about in the, in the D category too. Sometimes tell a joke about Joe Biden, which I guess is now the mark of, of bravery. Jimmy Kimmel, the woke Pope of late night who gave up all comedic possibility by becoming a political commentator and is now earning lower ratings than Greg Gutfeld on Fox. I don't want to suggest that Kimmel's show has become boring and predictable, but last night during the taping, people in the studio audience were changing the channel. And shout out to Greg Gutfeld. He is so funny. So funny. And he is, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe he has the highest rated show on uh, political TV, something like that. He is super funny. He gets a D. Stephen Colbert also gets a D. Both of these people are political commentators masquerading yeah, as Colbert comedians. Is Whiteness is a construct created by colonial powers. They're highly irritating. They're no longer good at their jobs. What's amazing about this is they used to be funny. I remember when Jimmy Kimmel was on K-Rock when I was in high school, and he was actually really funny. And Stephen Colbert, when he was on Comedy Central with Jon Stewart, before he did the Colbert Report, which was tired and, and got old by the end, he was funny too. And he just gave up on all of that so that he could be cherished among the glitterati. Colin Kaepernick, man, that guy's just awful.
he's ungrateful and he's awful. So LeBron gets a C because it's not LeBron's fault that, that they've decided to make him a political figure. It is Colin Kaepernick's fault that he's a political figure who's gotten extraordinarily wealthy off of being absolutely ignorant about everything and making. Okay, see, that's why I have a problem right there. If you're going to put Colin Kaepernick in a D category, LeBron James clearly is a D because LeBron James is a bigger name, has more influence. He's still an active athlete. And he has said way more dangerous, radical left stuff than Colin Kaepernick, even though Colin Kaepernick is definitely a Marxist. This man praises uh, Fidel Castro. But if you're going to put Kaepernick in a D, LeBron is definitely a D because he is much more dangerous because of his reach. I don't agree with Ben Shapiro on putting LeBron in a C category if he's going to have Kaepernick in a D category. Making crap documentaries with Anna DuVernay about how he is um, a victim because he was in the NFL draft. He literally compared being in the NFL draft to slavery, which makes zero sense yeah, considering the NFL draft he ends did. with people being paid lots and lots of money to do a child sport. Klaus Schwab, that guy, yeah, he gets a D too. Anybody who seeks to reconstruct the entire world economy along the lines of their particular left-wing politics gets a D. Klaus Schwab, who speaks like a Bond villain. We will be able to restructure the world economy in line with our most cherished hopes and dreams. He's German. Klaus Schwab of Davos. Like Nancy Pelosi is a D. She's awful. Although she is a very devoted Catholic who loves killing babies. Nancy She's Pelosi. a fake Catholic. She's here to um, kill the babies and tell you... <laughs> Why it's why, why she loves the Pope, but also good impression. We've got Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg used to be like a B, and he moved all the way from a B down to a D, mainly because Pete Buttigieg used to be somebody who was quasi moderate, right? Pete Buttigieg had this whole patina of I'm here to have open and interesting conversations with you in new and different ways, and then he was like, also I'm Pastor Pete, and you're doing Christianity wrong, Christian. And don't forget Pete Buttigieg. He was supposed to be in charge of uh, the supply chain stuff. Remember, he went on parental leave like two months when the uh, country suffering from uh, supply chain issues. Beijing Biden put him, put him in charge now or, or whoever is controlling Beijing Biden. Christianity is about gay marriage and abortion. And everybody's like, whoa, what now? He's like, no, you're a bad Christian. If you say that gay marriage is not fully equivalent to traditional marriage, this makes you a bigot and a terrible person. You're like, well, where does that say that in the Bible? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a citation. And he's like, the lesser of these. I'm like, oh, God, really? Anthony Fauci, D. Anthony Fauci yeah, started D. off as like a B, just a bureaucrat, I think, trying to do his job. And then he devolved into a dystopian nightmare figure. Uh, Justin Trudeau's another day. I mean, the guy is, he literally said that you do not have the right to self-defense in Canada. Also, yep, he attempted Justin to Castro. shut down the bank accounts of people who disagree with him on COVID vaccines. Justin Trudeau's a disaster area. Don't be racist. That guy is, wow. <laughs> Handsome Bernie Sanders over there. Bad, bad guy. Let's see, Whoopi Goldberg. D. She did say that everyone in America is racist except for, like, everyone is racist all over the world except for Hitler. The Holocaust isn't about race. Hitler not racist, according to Whoopi Goldberg. She earns herself a D as well. Gavin Newsom, I got to put him in the same category as, as Andrew Cuomo, at the very least. I mean, he was, he's completely helped wreck the state. Now, to be fair to Gavin Newsom, he wasn't the first one who helped wreck the state, but he's been a disaster area for my original home state of California, which is why I'm now resident of Florida. And then, for some reason, Zoe Turr. Uh, so, you know what? We're going to give Zoe an A. And the reason we're going to give Zoe an A is because Zoe Turr did create some of the most viral content in the history of the internet by physically threatening me in very ladylike fashion on national TV. Now, that, that seems mildly inappropriate for a political discussion. So there you have it. 
honestly, I think this sort of reflects the movement of the Democratic Party. It used to be that there were a lot more A's and B's, and now there are a lot of C's and D's. And as the Democratic Party and the left wing continues to move further to the left, you're going to see that shift continue. Yeah, so there you have it, guys. That is Ben Shapiro ranking the left. Uh, like I said, I have a problem with um, LeBron being a C because he is clearly um, a D. Now, some people he didn't actually even mention on here, um, like uh, Hillary uh, Clinton. She's clearly a D, if you ask me. Uh, Joy Behar wasn't on here as well. Of course, you know, he can't rank everybody. I would definitely have her in the uh, D category. There was some other people, too, I was thinking of. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of Ben Shapiro's ranking of the left? What do you agree with? What what don't you agree with? Um, That's just my take on this here. I like the list overall. I do. Um, He only had two people in the A category. And I think the last person he put there in the A category is probably it's probably a joke right there. It's probably a joke. Because they did have that interaction and um, it did go viral. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and white network supporters. Make sure you check out the black and white network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA first, all one word. USA first, all one word. 25% off now. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. Wow, we got some. Devastating, tragic news coming out of Chicago involving a Fox News commentator. His younger brother was gunned down in violence in Chicago. Um, wow, this is this is unbelievable. Uh, Lori Lightfoot should be ousted immediately, if not sooner. Should be noted that Illinois got the strictest gun laws, I believe, in the entire country. Just pointing that out. Fox News political analyst Gianno Caldwell's teenage brother was murdered in Chicago on Friday, kicking off a bloody weekend that saw a five-month-old baby killed as progressive cities nationwide are gripped by rising crime. Yesterday was the worst day of my existence. I received a call informing me my teenage baby brother was murdered on the south side of Chicago, Caldwell revealed on Saturday on his Twitter. Quote, never could I have imagined my baby brother's life would be stolen from him. He wrote alongside a picture of his smiling sibling in graduation attire. Wow. That's him right there. Jesus. Christian Caldwell, 18, was shot dead and two others were injured after gunfire broke out in Morgan Park early Friday morning. Around 50 shell casings were found at the scene and bullets went through windows of nearby houses, CBS reports. The suspect fled the scene in a black van. According to cops, no arrests have been made. Of course they haven't. The older Caldwell, 36, told Fox News Saturday he wants justice. What I'm looking for right now is details from the police to discover who it was that murdered my brother. My baby brother never had a chance. I would never want to see any street justice or violence against people who even murdered my little brother. But I do want them brought to justice. 
Crime in Chicago, whose Democratic mayor, Lori Lightfoot, once pushed to defund the police before backtracking, has soared 34% in 2022, according to the latest figures from the Chicago Police Department. Violent crime, including murder, criminal assault, aggravated battery, and robbery, has increased 9% this year compared to 2021. I can tell you right now, 2021 was a nightmare. Over the first weekend of the summer, at least four people were killed and 16 others injured in shootings across the Windy City. The bloodshed included a five-month-old baby girl who was killed by a drive-by shooting when a bullet hit her in the head as she sat in her father's car Friday night. God almighty. A nurse at Comer's Children's Hospital who identified her as Jackie. Quote, I've never in my 61 years seen anything like this. Other blue cities nationwide have similar trends. Violent crime is up 9% in Los Angeles, 12% in D.C., and has surged a disturbing 28.8 in New York City. Yeah, it's anarchy in New York. I mean, just anarchy. Less than a week before his fatal brother's shooting, Caldwell shared on Twitter a tear-jerking text message shared exchange they had in which his teenage wished him a happy Father's Day. My God. Unbelievable. Happy Father's Day, big bro. You don't have any physical kids, but I've always looked at you as the closest thing to a father figure. The teen texted, quote, you've taught me so much, and for that I'm forever grateful and proud of the things that you've done. The older Caldwell said in a June 19 tweet, quote, my little brother has never met his father. As devastating as this is, I am thankful for God for choosing me to be his big brother slash father figure. So you know right now Mr. Caldwell is absolutely devastated so now my question is where the hell is black lives matter in all this where is the blm every single weekend in chicago it is a bloodbath every weekend but yet that organization seems to only show up when something happens involving police brutality and guess what you don't see them very much because that's basically a false narrative there's almost nobody killed from the cops in in a, in an unarmed situation, it was a statistic that was complete bullshit, almost non-existent. But yet the BLM got in the street and burned everything down. But in Chicago, their asses are not marching up and down the street at all. Patrice Colors is sitting back, cashing checks right now, living in mansions. While Giano uh, Caldwell's little brother gets shot and killed. And this is every weekend, not just some Fox News commentator. Not a Fox News commentator. This is every weekend, real. I mean, a five-month-old baby girl, where is the BLM exactly? What are they doing? And what are they doing? Tell me, what is wrong with you Democrats in Chicago that keep voting in these assholes as your mayor? Lori Lightfoot, really? There's a saying we've got down here in Texas She's worthless as tits on a boar hog. She is absolutely useless. I mean, she is a literally a walking, talking piece of skin that looks like an alien that continues to get black people murdered every weekend, including this kid. Graduated, come on. Innocent bystanders are getting gunned down in Chicago right now. This is repugnant. All these Democrats are a bunch of hypocrites. They're talking about because it's the guns. You know why you don't see this 
right here in red counties in Texas is because if some asshole uh, a van pulled up and they get out and start shooting, guess what? 35 people are going to shoot back. And you know what they are? They're cowards. They don't try this shit because they know they won't last. There's a reason why we got open carry. And those criminals know that. Those criminals know that. We almost never see a liquor store, a convenience store, none of that shit get robbed. You know why? Because the customers will shoot back at the robbers. That's a thing. While everybody's trying to outlaw guns right now. My God. The whole thing is a Democratic dumpster fire. If ever there was a reason to not vote Democrat, defund the police and all this ridiculous violence across the country and people have noticed that is why Republicans are about to surge in the midterms crime is absolutely a thing and people like George Gascon and these other folks like Lori Lightfoot and all these other Soros funded entities out there I mean it's anarchy in these big blue cities anarchy I mean it's like escape from New York every time you turn on the TV it's nuts. Except there is no Snake Plissken coming in to save the day. It's real-life Gotham. There is no Batman. Just a bunch of Jokers running around. Wow. Wow. Thoughts and prayers go out to Mr. Caldwell and his loss. I mean, my God. I don't know how in the world anybody continues to stay in New York, D.C., L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, Minneapolis, Houston, parts of Dallas now. I don't know how you stay in it. And by the way, they're all Democratic counties. The ones you see in Texas that's got this crap going on, Democratic counties. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. This is what happens when you defund the police and you devalue law enforcement. You make... you. You make the victims out to be the bad guys. That's what you did here. Lori Lightfoot, you made the victims out to be the bad guys. The guys in blue were bad guys. There's a reason when cops get shot in Chicago, all the police turn their back on you. My God. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network fans. I don't even know if this will get monetized. Probably won't. Probably end up on Rumble, for crying out loud. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. I'm back. Rodrance for the Black and White Network. Well, luckily for us, we don't take our political cues and how we're supposed to feel from a moral and value standpoint from any Hollywood elites, any actors, actresses, musicians that may go out there and want to virtue signal. Now, we've heard stuff like this before, particularly around the time that Trump got elected. Everybody came out and said, oh, my God, I'm moving to Canada. I'm moving blah, blah, blah. I'm moving here. I'm moving there. This shit never happened. Okay? It never happened. Nobody left. Why? Because we're in the greatest country in all of the world, plain and simple. And they know they might move somewhere else and there's going to be rights and freedoms that they find out they take for granted real fast. If you don't believe me, just ask Brittany Griner right now, who's detained in Russia. We cover that on the Sports Channel, but you get my point. 
Okay, she talked about how oppressive the United States of America was, and now she's finding out what true oppression really is about. Well, Roe versus Wade happened, the overturning, and of course, celebrities went nuts. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. For full disclosure, I have been a pretty big Green Day fan in the in the past. You know, I like a little punk. I like a little alternative. I like a little hard rock. I like a little metal. And at one time, I absolutely had Green Day albums. I had two or three of them, actually. Uh, but I don't give a damn what this guy thinks politically. I don't. And, you know, I see these sort of things like Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong saying he's renouncing his citizenship and moving to the UK. And all I can say is, get the fuck out, dude. Goodbye. See ya. Peace. You're out. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. I want to see you actually go through with it. I double dare you. I double dog dare you. Billy Joe Armstrong don't want to be an American idiot. Okay. Bye. Yeah, I mean, you know, as Curly or as Curly Bill Brocious said in Tombstone, well, bye. The Grammy winning Green Day singer and songwriter slammed the U.S. during a Friday night concert in London and vowed he was moving to the U.K. Goodbye. He proclaimed F America, adding that he was renouncing his citizenship in the wake of the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade's federal abortion protections. Armstrong 50 told his audience, there's too much effing stupid in the world to go back to that miserable effing excuse for a country. My God, please don't come back. When he made his reveal, he added, oh, I'm not kidding. You're going to get a lot of me in the coming days. I hope in the months and years to follow as well. It's not the first anti-U.S. sentiments from Armstrong, whose American idiot takes shots at life in the U.S. He has repeatedly made political statements during his concerts and interviews. And like I said, luckily for us, we don't base our voting based on what celebrities and musicians, Hollywood elites, have to say. Now... That band um, kind of came around that Washington area when they came out. I remember when they came out. I had that first CD that really blew up. Uh, we all remember that. Uh, that had uh, When We Come Around and some of these other songs on it that got so big for this, this band. But that's all they are is just a band. That's all he is is just a singer. Okay? I don't, I don't want to detract from how good his band has been I just don't give a shit about his politics and if he wants to threaten to leave America if he thinks that America is so bad and he doesn't want to be here he certainly doesn't have to be here I don't know about you guys but uh, somebody like him leaving that affects my life in no way no judgments are going to be made based on what idiots like this a UK idiot a future UK idiot is going to say or do. I just don't care. I don't care what the views got to say. I don't care what Whoopi's got to say. Joey Behar. Uh, none of these folks. None of these celebrities. Chelsea Handler. Amy Schumer. Samantha B. Keith Oberman. Billy Joe. Billy Joe Armstrong. I don't care. I mean, really, and, and you're seeing a lot of this. Rosanna Arquette, Alyssa Milano. If you guys truly, truly do not 
reflect the constitutional values of this country and you don't want to be here, feel free. Pack your shit and head on out. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong, Black and White Network supporters. Somehow, I'm pretty sure you guys are probably going to agree with me. No great loss. You know, I don't necessarily have to listen to your music anymore. To be honest with you, it's been a long time since Green Day was on my MP3 player. Yeah, there was a time when there was. I'm good. I'm good. I'll keep listening to Bush and Alice in Chains and Slipknot and all these kind of guys like that. Metallica is my favorite band of all time. And uh, I'm good leaving Green Day out. Plain and simple. I'm good. Uh, Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Goodbye, Billy Joe Armstrong. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Till next time. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And guys, there is not many times I'm actually going to agree with leftists. But in this video, folks, I'm definitely going to agree with the left. They actually have solved the problem, folks. They have solved the problem. And they don't even realize that they have really solved the problem, folks. Uh, Roe versus Wade overturned. And leftists are out there freaking out. That they just can't off their babies anymore, even though technically they can, uh, depending on what state they actually live in. Now, these people are not very smart. They don't realize that the overturn of Roe versus Wade, it did not eliminate abortions. It did not. But however, guys, it seems like these leftists now have the solution to this whole thing. They now, according to them anyway, can't get abortions at will anymore, but it does depend on what state they actually live in. But let's say that um, they do live in Texas. A leftist lives in Texas. You can't get it anymore. They have come out with the perfect solution and it was there the whole time. Folks, and uh, I agree with them. Over here on Breitbart, women call for set strike against men in retaliation for overturning the Roe versus Wade. Wow. So you mean to tell me now these women that don't want to have babies that you have to be responsible. Now they're going to make the right decision and not have sex. I agree. I completely agree with these people. Irresponsible people should not actually be having uh, getting pregnant and having babies. And these people, I guess they figured that, hey, we're not responsible. So, hey. Why don't we actually stop having sets? I agree. Uh, Let's read some of this. Pro-abortion women are calling for a nationwide set strike in retaliation against men for the overturning of Roe versus Wade following the Supreme Court's landmark decision Friday. Outraged women took to social media and the streets over the weekend to protest Friday's Supreme Court decision. Some activists have declared women should begin practicing absenteeism, including one Twitter user who seemingly believes that women should even withhold sets from their husbands. Good luck with that. But if you are a leftist and your husband agrees with that, 
because uh, you guys don't want to have kids. I don't care. I don't care. This is a good way, folks, to actually stop abortion. Me and the left, and I'm not on the left. I'm on the right. We agree with something. But uh, check this out. Women, if you are having a tough time with the hashtag set strike and uh, being absentee, absentist, I should say, just picture Mitch McConnell naked. Now, I don't want to picture Mitch McConnell uh, naked. I don't. But it says here, women of America, take the pledge because SCOTUS overturned Roe versus Wade. We cannot take the risk of an unintended pregnancy. Therefore, we will not have sex with any man, including our husbands, unless we are trying to become pregnant. Hashtag set strike. Now, of course, like I said, these people are not very smart. There's actually other things you can use. If you actually do want to engage in sexual activity. But like I said, these people are not very smart. If you don't want to get pregnant. There are other things out there legally. That uh, you can actually uh, take precautions so you don't end up becoming pregnant. It says here a 24 year old woman protesting in New York City on Saturday told the New York Post she would not have sex with men if they were not willing to get a vasectomy. Quote, if you're a man who won't get a vasectomy, even though it's reversible and you're not out in the streets fighting for my rights, you do not deserve to have sex with me. She stated, well, why don't you actually find a man that actually cares about you long term? Why don't you not have sex with that person until you know that man is the one? Now, just from this statement here, it just seems like. Hey, she's open just to sleeping with men on a regular basis. Um, you shouldn't be doing that if there's no commitment. Now, folks, I do believe, man, that you really should be getting pregnant with um, your spouse. Because I'm willing to bet, folks, if um, if a woman gets pregnant with her husband, more than likely she's going to have that baby. I believe that the vast majority of um, these abortions were actually happening from unwed, unwedded women. There's no commitment. That's the problem right there. Other seemingly progressive Twitter users join in on the call to abstain from sets with, with men. Um, says here, perhaps a set strike uh, would help the men folk to be all in on this uh, women's rights issue. Hashtag Roe versus Suede. Uh, wrote Monique uh, Presley, a legal analyst and political commentator, according to her bio. If you're celebrating the overturn of Roe versus Wade, disrespectfully, go after yourself. No, literally. Hashtag set strike. Uh, don't F your husbands. Don't F your boyfriends. Don't F that random uh, from that one app. No sets with sperm donors until we have our rights. Perfectly OK with me. I'm not even disagreeing with you. I'm not abstain from having sex. It's just that simple. If you don't want to get pregnant, that's all we got to do. I'm not even disagreeing with you. Now look at this here. Stop having sex with Republicans. That looks kind of superimposed right there. Um, maybe it is. I'm not really sure. Practice abstinence. Abstinence is the key. 
If you practice abstinence, then um, you won't have to worry about getting pregnant. It is just that simple. If you don't want a baby, practice it. I agree with these leftists. I, I agree with these dummies here. I really do. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, do you agree with these leftists? They have my support 1000%. This will definitely save a whole bunch of uh, lives here because lives won't even be conceived. Because these leftists don't even want the babies anyway. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And two years ago in 2020, the nation witnessed the worst riots of my lifetime. And I remember the L.A. riots in uh, 1991 after um, the Rodney King incident. That didn't actually last that long, but we had months upon months upon months of nothing but rioting. And one of the cities, you know, that... um had a lot of rioting was um, Portland. Portland is run by left wingers. It is a left leaning state. And I guess this shouldn't be too much of a surprise that there was rioting over the weekend in Portland because of uh, the Supreme Court deciding to overturn Roe versus Wade. Now, these people in Portland may not be very smart. The people out there going um Destroying stuff because guess what? In Portland, in Oregon, there will be abortion over there. There's no doubt about it. If you want to systematically kill your children, they're going to allow you to do it. But guys, Portland last night went full 2020. What were they doing? They were destroying local businesses. I don't understand why the people in Portland actually put up with this. Midterms are coming up. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what you guys do. But I don't have any faith in um, the people of Portland to vote differently. I really don't. But uh, check this out over here on Fox News. Riders in downtown Portland graffiti smash windows following Supreme Court abortion case. Death to SCOTUS. And we do have some pictures here. Uh, we don't have any video. So let's just read this, guys. A large group of riders was seen in downtown Portland, Oregon, smashing windows and vandalizing several buildings Saturday night. The group also graffitied several messages targeting the U.S. Supreme Court. The group made up of about 100 people were yelling and chanting as they marched down the streets when they would periodically stop to destroy and graffiti objects. Quote, death to SCOTUS. One black uh, spray painted message said, why are these people doing this to local businesses in a city 
where if you want an abortion, you can go ahead and do it in a state where you can go ahead and do it. And you know what? These people may not even realize that um, abortion rights in the state may actually be expanded. It's going to be up to the states. You can see here. A local Starbucks. Smashing windows. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? This is insane. People work at these places. Now, Starbucks, you know. Definitely run by more of a uh, left leaning, definitely more of a left leaning company. And they're destroying this. Why? Members of the group smashed several windows of a Starbucks coffee building and others were seen destroying a Tesla car car. So they're destroying somebody's personal car. What is your objective? See, folks, I truly do believe that these people don't actually really care. About um, what the Supreme Court decided to do. These people just want to riot and destroy stuff. Just like in uh, 2020. I don't think these people actually cared about uh, what happened to George Floyd. They didn't care about black lives. They just wanted to go out there and destroy stuff. And this is a prime example again. The black vehicle was uh, left with red spray paint and at least two broken windows. Quote, abolish schools. Another graffiti message uh, painted to a Portland Scholastic League vehicle said. ACAB said another a reference to anti-police sentiment. So now they're bringing the police into this when this is this whole riot thing is supposed to be about um, Roe versus Wade. Interesting. Another message to group the group spray painted to a storage box appears to say abort the court. A pedestrian who yelled out to the group asking why they were carrying out their violent acts was threatened. Of course, because you can't question these rioters here. As the night continued, a smaller group of individuals uh, separated from the larger mob reportedly no longer wishing to be a part of their violent actions. After several hours, the group disperse. So they're just out there spray painting stuff here. And this is ridiculous. The group's destructive spree comes a day after a majority of the Supreme Court voted to overturn Roe versus Wade, which recognized the right of uh, women to receive an abortion. It was also the second night of violence in the city at the protesters gathered Friday night. And this is a local business here. Don't know the name of the business. Windows smash. Hey, but you know what? They got insurance, right? They got insurance, right? I'm pretty sure this is what um that would be the BLM excuse. This is crazy right here. But I'm not surprised, guys. I'm really not surprised this is happening. But will the Democratic leadership over there in Portland put a stop to this? Probably not. They didn't do nothing in um the summer of blood in 2020. They didn't care. So they're perfectly okay, you know, with local businesses being destroyed. You people in Portland, man, better wake up because your local leadership is not going to protect you. And guys, I wouldn't be surprised if this happened night after night after night for months. I wouldn't be surprised. But 
that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Hey.